Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. And you're in better fiddle than last week. Always you're as better fit fiddle, as a mate. fiddle now, fiddle mate. Fiddle. Um, I might actually change my name from the Tobinator to the early bird. Oh, I like that. Mm, I because like that. the podcast is coming out bright and early on bright, a Monday morning. Bright and early it? Monday morning. Yeah. I'm actually really enjoying it. Are you? Not getting up. No. <laughs> But the fact that kind of like we get the week off to a good start. Beautiful start. We talk you know rugby. I mean? It's all downhill from here though, isn't it? And then I can just forget about you for the rest of the week, which is also quite nice. I don't you know, don't have those those anxieties building up thinking I've got to is do an gonna, hour with you. Is he gonna do it? Is he not? You're the one who's flaky though. You're not even in school today. No, I'm not in school today. Uh, my daughter's not well and um she's got fake COVID. And got builders in. You, you are throwing that fake COVID card around like it's bloody... Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen. No tomorrow. All I've got to say is, if it if you don't know whose fault it is, it's COVID's fault. Okay. Okay. Fozzie's been got, using that for a for, few for years now. Absolutely. Yeah. COVID. It's COVID. COVID. <laughs> COVID was like three years ago. It wasn't that long ago, but... You know, still here, mate. Yeah, Jess has got fake COVID now. See, still here. Yeah. Although your daughter's fake, maybe it's COVID. That's <laughs> maybe it's her. That's the problem. <laughs> right, you go first, mate. Uh yes, it's message from our supporters, and yes. we did we did promise we would do uh, Jamie's one, the Canadian Ruck. Yes. Um, one last week, so we'll do that. We started off. Hey, gents, still loving the pot as always. Great insights and great humour. From me. A few thoughts he's got, and this is a really big one. So, listen, okay. So this is <laughs> right, okay. this is common you think sense. That's a real big one. No, just listen. Just listen. Listen to this. Right. A big thing with the ABs is a lack of consistency in their lineup. Yeah, we know that. Is that due to injury or fuzzy? I suspect 
that the coaching staff would want to be playing the guys together as much as possible. And uh, as the World Cup is less than a year off, your thoughts? It's not because of injury. No. There are, there are some injuries in there, but it's it's not. We made like seven changes. It's fuzzy. Uh, yes. I, again, we're going back to that team meeting that we're talking about. Yeah. Right? You could, I, I honestly oh, think. Oh, we've got to have the nine Barretts in the team. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I was shaking my head. I actually watched the New Zealand, uh, and this is the honest truth. I'm, this is not a, this is, okay, I watched the, I was watching the New Zealand 15, right? Play the bar bars. Play the bar bars before the New Zealand game kicked off, okay? Yep. I then flipped over to see the start of the game. I missed the haka. I know, it's shocking, isn't it? Yeah, Terrible, it's right? Yeah. Missed the haka, and I had a double take. I had a double take thinking, have I not changed channel? Because this isn't, I don't, I don't see that. You know, I saw, I, saw, uh, <laughs> I saw players on the pitch that I hadn't seen for a long time, and I thought, hang on, have I, have I, did, I not, did I not swap the channel over? And then I realised, no, no, no. Bowen Barrett started at 10. Yeah. Geordie Barrett's back to 15. Yeah. We've got um, people in the midfield who haven't been playing for a while. Yeah. And all of this to rest players. They say they re- we need to rest Richie Mwanga. He didn't play for six weeks before he played the uh, Japanese game. Sabbatical. He doesn't need resting. No. Do you think he wants resting? No. No, I totally agree. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous, and we're going to get on to this, but New Zealand, and we'll repeat, we'll repeat again, New Zealand are not good enough at the moment to be rolling out a B team against international sides. And I'm not saying they were a B team, because they weren't a B team, but Anton Leonard-Brown has not played enough rugby under his belt. No. To throw him out there at 13. He's, He's slow. With... Against a good Scotland team. Yeah. And we almost come a cropper. I mean, my blood was boiling. Oh, my God. My blood was boiling. So we got out to that 14-0 and I was like, oh, gosh, here we go. Mark Talia, good player. Yeah. But why are you playing him in his first ever match? He played well, to be fair. He did play well. He did play well. But again, it's those combinations. It's the combinations. He might have played well, but actually other players around him yeah, might true. not have played well because of the combinations not being yeah. there. Interesting. Not interesting. Boring. You're boring. Boring. Anyway, he goes on and says, what about getting rid of the tiered system? And I think this is a great idea. Having the top 20 teams in the World Cup and another 20 teams of developing nations playing in their own World Cup. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. It's a bit like sevens, you know, when you go yes. cup, plate, bowl. Yes. I love the I idea. I like that a lot. And you could play them as like the warm-up to the to the Rugby the World Cup matches. Raiser. Yeah, the curtain raises. be absolutely brilliant, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would be. Brilliant. Um, so he goes on to say, you know, the Canadian women who aren't professional. No, but how have, good are you they? You know, have done really, really well. Yeah, although they got pumped in the last game. Well... Yeah they, did. yeah, they did get pumped, but but 30, well, it's thirty six nil. Yes, they got no, pumped. Would you say there's a, I'd say anything over 40, 50, 50's a pumping. Thirty six. <laughs> thirty six nil. Hanging on in there. Nil. I think it's the nil that's part a that's pumping. a pumping, isn't it? Uh, anyway, thank you very much, Jamie. You're a great supporter of the. Yes, um, thank you. And you're sad to hear that you've hung up your. But I'm sure you'll bring it back. Yes. 
I'm sure you'll bring it back. That means he'll email in more, I hope. I hope, yes. yes. Although he is doing a, pe- <laughs> he's PhD, doing a doctorate. Yeah. Oh, here come the thesis. thesis. <laughs> <laughs> right, mate, over to you. Yes, this one is from Timmy MG. I like how you've... <laughs> You've gone for the short one. <laughs> this Can I just say ben, Affle- ben Affleck's email was oh, next. I haven't seen. And you have just bisected oh, to him. Be fair, his, his what? No, it wasn't. His, yes. Timmy MG is below Canadian oh, Rough. damn it. You're right. Sorry. You melt. Mm, go on. Hey there, boys. Sugar fingers here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's brilliant. That is funny. Oh, that's good. I wonder how. Tell Timmy, how did you think of the name? Give us the background story oh, on that because really, there's got to be something there. We really want to. Got to be something there. Yeah. Anyway, after watching this weekend's round of rugby, it's become quite clear to me that the referees are having a clear impact on the evolution of the game, both positive and negative. It seems to me that more often than not, every play is ending up with a penalty within 10 phases, causing even more stoppages in play than those caused from set piece, so scrum. Scrum is the main one, isn't it? Um, Are the days of free-flowing rugby behind us, or is this just a natural progression of the modern game? Yeah, it's real. It's a real tough one. If I was international rugby coach of any team, I would be saying to my players, "I'm not going to choose you if you're going to give away penalties." Well, and they shouldn't be choosing half the All Blacks. Yeah, exactly. We we we're, we're the worst, I think, around. But the one that gets me at the moment is when the referees are talking about the ruck and they're talking about players sealing off the ball, and you see them every now and then. And they go, oh, 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 you're sealing off that ball. Honestly, they seal off the ball every oh, single ruck. Yep. And, and they like, fly through as well, don't they? Yeah. The All Blacks are pretty on, bad at that. Not staying on their feet, sealing no. off. the, And it's every ruck. So yeah. I don't know. that This is the problem with, with rugby rules or laws is the fact that it's the interpretation. And it's not the interpretation at the start of the game. or It's the interpretation that changes throughout the game and I just think it's an it's an incredibly tough sport to referee. Mm. But you saw on the weekend the New Zealand women winning the World Cup. Correct. And part of their game plan was to not give away penalties. Yeah. And guess what they didn't do? Give any penalties away. They didn't give away that many penalties. Good. New Zealand after fifteen minutes, this is the the um the men side now. Had had were up to seven penalties in the first twenty and a minutes. Yellow card. You know, it's just like, just play within yourselves a little yeah. bit. Take that extra step. I know it's a brutal game and stuff, but you know what? Giving away penalties killed us on the weekend and almost lost us the game. Is it the end of free flowing rugby? I hope not. I don't think so. I think the end of free flowing rugby is kicking. You know, there's lots of reasons why free-flowing rugby is stopping. <laughs> there was a point, you go to kicking, there was a point where France, when, when in the France-South Africa game and they would have done maybe, you know, eight to ten kicks literally back and forth. Yeah. It was like a force back. Oh, good good game though. Real good game. <laughs> and when you catch it on the floor, you get seven steps. Oh. Or five, is it five? You, listen, you should, get, you should get five, but you always take seven. Oh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know the oh, rules. Oh, where's the mark? <laughs> <laughs> what, 
what a great game for spec was. Yeah, gr- you always win because you take seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Uh, but yeah, I think kicking. That's a gizzy seven. <laughs> the goosey in between. <laughs> Yeah, so I really hope it's not the end of free-flying rugby. And I hope, after watching the women's competition, uh, after watching Ireland play South Africa, I actually think the free-flying rugby is coming back after watching the Premiership. You know, people are... People are excited by free-flowing rugby, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, even the Italians, uh, which we'll cover, played some pretty... Um, exciting rugby, yeah. the Argentinians. So I think that it's not behind us, but we do need to make some small changes. Next story, mate. Next story. So this one's from Ben Affleck. Um, he really enjoyed how we ranked the midfield partnerships in a, in a podcast a few weeks ago, and he's asked us to rank the World Cup Winning halves partnerships, okay? So this is what we've got, mate. We've got to rank them out of these. So in 1999, we had George Gregan and Stephen Larkham. 2003, we had Matt Dawson and Johnny Wilkinson. Uh, 2007, we had uh, Fareed Dupree, is that right? And Butch James. Uh, Then in 2011, we had uh, Perry Weepew and Aaron Cruden. 2015, Aaron Smith, Dan Carter, and 2019, Faf de Klerk and Andre Pollard. So we've got to rank them in our favourite down. Oh, okay. So I've gone for joint first. I've seen what you've I've seen what you're going yeah. for. Yeah. Do you agree? Um, no. All right. So what I've gone for <laughs> joint for first is George Gregan and Stephen. So Lyon. these are your favourite pairings. The, well, I, I for think the best. The best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right, and then uh, in in joint first is Aaron Smith and Dan Carter. I don't think you can. I think George Gregg and Stephen Larkham as a duo. Well, they played for the Brumbies as a duo yeah. as well, so they were thick as thieves, weren't yeah. they? They they were absolutely amazing. Yeah, but Aaron, Aaron Smith, Smith, Dan Carter, like, in that World Cup, they were exceptional, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were. So, what are you going to go for? I'm going Aaron Smith. Uh, Dan Carter, because I'm not biased. (laughs) (laughs) In second slash third, we've gone, oh, I've gone for Matt Dawson, Johnny Wilkinson. Yeah. Oh, I don't really like them. No, I don't like them. Oh, right. But uh, they were good. Okay. Right. Third, Faf de Klerk, Andre Pollard. Yeah. Fourth, Periwipu, although I love Periwipu. Love Periwipu. But Aaron Cruden lets the team down there. Yes. If it had been, I go up. If it was Perry Weepu and Dan Carter. Perry Weepu, Stephen Donald? Hell no. Uh, <laughs> it was Perry Weepu and Dan Carter. I think that would have been right up there. Perry was a hell of a player. Uh, but in last, Dupree and Butch James. Yeah. He's also done us a little document. I've seen. Which we can use on a later date. Yes. Pointless. Last yeah. one, mate. Last one. I'll, I'll do this one. This is a big one. Uh, this is from Jason Styles. Uh, hello, boys, with three uh, big Zs. Um, have Italy improved, or did Australia just not show up? It's a real tough one, eh? Because that's what I thought. It's a mixture, though, isn't it? I mean, Italy wiped the floor with Samoa the week before, yes. which shocked me. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, okay. And then 
the way they played on Saturday was exceptional. Like, I've never seen them pass the ball so well. And what I'm talking about is I'm talking about the way they moved the ball, the shape they created, but also, at times, the speed of some of their passes. Like, yeah. they'd catch and give, catch yeah. and give straight away. Looked good, didn't it? You know, it was really nice. I think Australia did a New Zealand and rolled out a number of positional changes. Yes, and new players. That they would normally get away with against yeah. Italy. Yeah. And that was their ultimate downfall. But I don't think they didn't turn up, and I don't think they didn't try. But Well, they had a chance to win it the last kick of the game. Exactly, and then they had their, what, third or fourth choice 10 yeah. taking the kick, or yeah. first thing he's done all game. And he hit the post. He didn't hit the post, he missed. Yeah, no, he hit the post. Did he? Yeah, if you watch it carefully, it... It, so it was that it close. Divert, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then he goes, um, the Springboks did the same in 2016. Yeah. Did any of you see it happening? Because I didn't. No. Captains. Start, bench, or scrap. Be easy for me. Richie McCaw, Sean Fitzpatrick, uh, or Kieran Reid. You go for it. Uh, start would be Richie. Yeah. Uh, bench would be Sean Fitzpatrick. Scrap, Kieran Reid. Why? Uh, because Sean Fitzpatrick's one of the best All Blacks ever. You think that's like um, romanticised when you were young? He yes. was he was the guy? Yes. You know Kieran Reid, the only thing with Kieran Reid... Is he a douchebag? No, he's not. Oh, okay, sorry. He's not. He's a nice, he's a nice guy. Where did you get douchebag from? <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> that's so harsh. Um, the only thing I didn't like about Kieran Reid, and this is really harsh on him, was I don't think when they lost in the quarters against England, quarters or semis against England, semis that it meant enough. I think he'd won two World Cups before, and I think that attitude was 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 the reason reasoning why they kind of lost lost it. I think if they had have been more ruthless. And had it been more, you know, single-minded, like it's not, it's it's pretty obvious to see. Richie McCaw was absolutely single-minded in winning back-to-back World Cups. Yes, he was. Yeah, it was do or die for him. Wasn't it was it? do or die. Whereas I think for Kieran Reid, it was like we've had a good run. It had to come to an end type thing. So for me, that's why I'm going to put him on the scrapyard, and I'm definitely going for you, Richie McCaw first. Sean Fitzpatrick off the bench. Hell of a player. Hell of a player. Why Sean didn't you just agree with me? Because that would have been that too That was so boring. long-winded. Look, we're almost out of time now. <laughs> Super Brew, mate. You talk too much. Super Brew. I do Super talk Brew. too much. Now, uh, Sorry. Women's World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. I you got second? I ended up getting second. <laughs> yeah. How about that, eh? Hell. So I was very close behind Ben Affleck. Well you done, were. Ben. You were. Well oh, done. hang on. I've got to get music on, don't oh. I? And then Stevie Mac fell from uh, fell Great from height yeah. first. Uh, unlucky. Um, Doyler, he was fourth. Right. Now we're going on to the current competition. Now we're going on to the current Top competition. Top four, bottom four. Let's get through, sir. Come on. You're taking too long. Oh, you talk too much. Oh, I don't talk enough. It's just it's just a matter of going. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, top is uh, Snow, Keza, boat race captains in there, and Jaybird 007. Love the Jaybird 007.
And uh, at the bottom is Hank the Tank, Winter Milan, the real something big ash. Winter Milan's having a shocker. He's in New Zealand at the moment, so I don't think he's playing along. Uh. I fell from grace. I fell 27 spots. Oh, I went up, I think, didn't I? Uh, you, you went down eight. Oh, hmm. right, enough said. <laughs> Coley the Poley went up 34. <laughs> <laughs> he must be getting dizzy. Hang on. Hang on. Is he in front of me? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> He's well in front of me. Oh. I'm right at the bottom. I got second to last in this week's points. Well, normality resumes. I know. Right, Hank. mate. Uh, over to breaking news. Yeah, proudly supported by our Patreon members. Uh, normally, I do that. But oh. Are you? Uh, no. It's well, well it's normally. You normally go, I go, right. Be quiet. Breaking news. Okay, go, so one of the greatest experiences of my life. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Now, this is Wayne Smith talking about uh, the triumph of the Women's Rugby World Cup. Mm. And he was just very, very proud. Now, would you rather win two World Cups and sort of breeze through them? Now, I know that New Zealand necessarily didn't breeze through the first one. But we did the second one. Come on. Okay, yeah. Or would you want to win one, which he's done, but bring them from the brink? Oh, yeah, bring, bring them from the brink. I mean... They were literally at the brink. That's what I mean. You they know, got absolutely wild. They were getting pumped by England, pumped by France, and the media was giving them a lot of stick. And then... Weren't professional. Weren't professional. Now turned professional. And I think he's, he only he's only had six months with them as well. Yeah, I know. You know, it's not like he had them. You know, not like he's had them for a year. Mm. He's had six months with yeah. them. Yeah, it was really interesting. I was listening to him do the press conference with the captain, and um, they said, "Oh, what what Smithy what Smithy brought to the team," and. She was really good, actually. Like you know, she didn't just she didn't just sort of fluff over it. She went and said, "Well, um, he doesn't do anything by the book." And I can remember our first meeting. He had a kicking strategy meeting with me, and it was like a k- kicking strategy meeting that I'd never, ever, ever been in before. Yeah, it threw everything that I thought was right out the window. But what he said, the reason why he was so proud was because. He had changed, well, they changed a lot, but the girls absolutely 100% bought into it. Yeah, yeah. And you saw that on the weekend. Like, you know, no other international the team heart. runs out from their 22. I'm not, we're not kicking it. No. You kick to us, we're going to run it back. The All Blacks of old. Oh, I know. Oh. I know. It was, honestly, I was, emo- I'm emotional yeah. now. Yeah. Because it was so good. Did we win because of the red card? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did I feel slightly sorry for the English for about a millisecond? Yeah, I did. Because it wasn't like a, for me, it was a, it was an accident. But Portia Woodman was playing amazing. Was she? At the time. So she therefore, she was, out, she was out of the game. Yeah. So I kind of feel like if they hadn't have been sent off, I would have felt really harsh. But just right. because our player was lost and she was... Arguably the best player on the pitch at the time. She was ripping it up. She's class. Eh? She really is class. No, it was it was awesome, mate. It was uh, I was I you know I watched the rugby league the other day with the Kiwis playing the Aussies. Yeah, I was, apparently I, a real good game. I was a real proud Kiwi then. 
watching the women play, I was like unbelievably bursting with pride. And then you watched the All Blacks and, on Sunday, and I was I was just back, shaking my head. Brought, brought back down. Oh, no, seriously, yeah. So yeah, what do you reckon? Like, great story, isn't it? Oh, great story. Yeah, great. So I mean, I do feel sorry for England because yeah. they were the favourites, obviously. Um, and if I reckon if they played card ruins the game. If they played another ten games, I reckon they'd win nine of them. Yeah, probably. You know? Yeah. So but, you know that sellout crowd at Eden Park, amazing. And it was a it was a line out pinch right at the end. Was it? Yeah. So they they had done uh, rolling malls. They scored like four tries or something. Maybe not four tries, but they've been really successful on their rolling mall for like yeah. twenty meters. To catch wow. and drive, twenty minutes, right? Oh, they they kick to the corner, line out to win it, um, and we just put someone up and we pinch it. Really? Yeah, we pinch oh, it. I love it. Was awesome, like it. Yeah. it was awesome. It was actually awesome. Honestly, it was a it was a, actually it was a great game of rugby yeah. as well. Great game of rugby. Uh, right, mate. Uh, Jones, this is um, Steady Eddie. They are there for the taking. Warning to the All Blacks. Eddie Jones has gone out and said after, you know, their win, after their win um, on the weekend and seeing the All Blacks play. They're there. And he's right, isn't he? He's right, isn't he? Well, yeah, if we play, like I said, if we play how we did against Scotland, if we we'll don't, get pumped. If we don't roll out our best team. We'll get pumped. I'm worried. I'm going to have to not watch it. I'm that nervous. It's going to be great, though, isn't it? Like, you Is know, it? No, gent- like you can't. I mean, like I wasn't that nervous before the Scotland game until I saw the team, hmm. and then I was just like, "Well, if we lose, it's it's literally like." <laughs> Toby has just grabbed hold of a what a mosquito? What is it? Yeah, just a little fly, little fly. Just caught it in his hand. It was quite quite impressive, actually. <laughs> um, you know, if we don't if we don't get things right, we're we're up the wazoo without a pen. Yeah, we are. Are we watching it together? I'd love to watch it together. Are you away? No. Oh. I'm at home. Are Good. you away? No. Oh. Well, should we watch it together then? I'm going to be... Your screen's not going to be okay. I'll be throwing it. Throwing it. Throwing out the window. Okay. My last one. Um, if you were a Scottish fan, would yes. you be upset or would you be like, oh... Upset. <clears throat> would you? 100% upset. Do you think Scotland lost the game or yes. New Zealand won it? Scotland lost the game. Do you think? 100%. I don't think they really truly believed that they could beat the All Blacks and they let them back in the game because for a huge amount of time, the All Blacks were out of the game. Oh, 100%. Um, didn't look like they could eat, could get back. And I just feel that Scotland stopped playing, stopped clearing the rucks as forcefully as they were. I mean, we, we were flying into rucks in that last 10 minutes. Why weren't we flying into rucks... In because the first seventy minutes. Well, the th- yeah, the th- we went out to a fourteen nil lead, didn't we? <clears throat> and then we just switched off. From then on, we switched off to the last ten minutes. So the first ten minutes we were flying. Second ten minutes we were flying. I don't really want to talk about it. The Honestly, six, I just the, I, the I, sixty I, minutes in between we were dross. You, you, we saw. I was so frustrated. We saw green shoots of the All Blacks of old. Yes. And and guess what's happened? Fozzie's been fozzy. I mean, Anton Leonard Brown was dreadful. All I've got to say, and well, he played right at twelve. But all I've got to say is, someone needs to get hold of him and shake him. 
and go, stop doing, stop making the same mistakes you've been making all this time. Stop picking bizarre choices. Stop playing Geordie Barrett at 12 one week, putting him back at fullback the next week. Who's your 10, man? Who is your 10? Just stick with him. Correct. He doesn't need a rest. Why are you yelling at me? Because I'm just that annoyed. Yeah, I agree. What did I say? I said, he's got the team around him now to win the World Cup. Yeah. And what's going to happen? He's going to ruin it. He's not going to win it. He's an... I'm really sorry. (laughs) I'm sure he's a lovely guy. (laughs) He's not. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. But what is he doing? He has no idea. Not a Scooby-Doo, mate. He's, he's mm. your next one, bud. Right. Razzie's new video has done massive harm in the wake of the French loss. What was this video? I oh, just criticising the refs again. The thing for me is, what's happening now is his players on the pitch are criticising the referee. They're shouting at the referee. We're turning into footballers a little bit. We're aren't turning we? into footballers, and and I think sorry, soccer football. I think Razzie needs to be really heavily fined, really heavily fined. The only, I mean, I don't know. Will, will, he, will he learn? But as I said last week, he had a huge amount of respect for Razzie. I think what he did with South Africa rugby in in twelve months was like Wayne Smith esque about what he's done with the with the girls. Yeah, but. What he's doing now and what he's done over the last harming his reputation, isn't it's it? It's harming rugby's reputation. You know, Wayne Barnes is a very, very good referee. It's a um it's a very, very tough game to referee. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Don't need someone nitpicking at the end of the game all the little things you did wrong. I'm gonna say it. Razzie is a knobhead. Oh, mate. No word of a lie. Gotta speak of the truth. <laughs> gotta, gotta. What caught your eye? I'm gonna oh, go first. Oh, you go first. Um, as soon as TJ Perinara came on, oh, game wow. changed. Good, good player, eh? Game changed. Good player. Yep. Should be playing. I reckon. Why now. is Finlay Christie in the team? <laughs> God knows. Anyway, Stephen Perinara yeah, got another 35 seconds or 50 seconds. Do you know what? He, this is what he did. Came on, kicked, kicked for, for the touch. corner. Yeah, that was it, wasn't it? No. And then tapped the ball and kicked it out. Oh, good. Mm. Good run out for him. Many minutes. But he needs a rest, doesn't he? Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah he must be. That <laughs> hamstring must be naked. Yeah, he won't play now for another six weeks because, you know, he what needs a rest. a joke. Again, another fuzziness. Just don't bring him on at all. Don't bring him on. 30 don't seconds bring him on. is a joke. And you know you know where he wants to play, don't you? He's a 10A. Yes. You know, so like, That's where he went on. Uh, that's what I mean. He's, yeah. a, he's a ten, and he's not really a fifteen. He please played back there for the Blues and the, you know, to facilitate things and whatnot. But he's a ten. What a so joke! Giving him fifty seconds. Uh, I mean, just do it once is bad enough. But to yeah. do it again, I know. Oh yeah, Bowden, we've got the game won. Um, uh, we'll let him kick for touch. Eight, eight points. Uh, one and a half minutes to play. Or shall we bring him on? Should, Turns to Smith. Should we bring would, him on? Would Should we bring you, him on? Here's a go. Should we bring him on? Would yeah? you rather do what Stephen's done or not play for the All Blacks at all? It's a real tough one because at least you say you got a cap or well, three, two. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't think it's his fault. Whose fault? Well, no, obviously not. He's not so going. Oh, just give me thirty seconds at the end. No, of what, what I'm saying is, you know, like. It's not. It's not like he he's played. Not okay. If you said to me, would I re- rather not play for the All Blacks or play 
a minute and make a mistake and have a shocker. Ooh. You know, I'd I'd not play for the All Blacks. Hundred to a Stephen Donald in uh, Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, lost us the game. So I would say you you you'd take the jumper. Wouldn't oh you? yeah, take still the not fear though, is it? No, not fear on him. Black Ferns, mate, in England. What yep. a game! Yeah, it was sort of good versus boring as well. Like Ooh. the way the New Zealanders played was just put a smile on my face. And then when England got the ball, you wanted to vomit. No, oh, like oh, sorry. I just think that they have a way of playing which is very effective. Yes. And why wouldn't you do it? Oh, well, I mean, if it wins your games. Yeah, it's won them 30 on the it. bounce, mate. 30. 30 on the bounce. <laughs> the last wow. team the last team they lost to was New Zealand in the World Cup final. Oh. Um, oh, three you know, three years before. This, this Ooh, is you awful. This is awful, right? But, uh Marley Packer, who who's the um England seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is awful, right? <laughs> so, Did someone grab it by nah, the scrotum? No, 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 no. <laughs> so anyway, when they lost the World Cup final oh, what, no. five years ago, yeah, yeah, she ha- she hangs a uh, <laughs> she hangs an English jumper that jumper in a garage. Oh, and so every, every time she every sees time it, she walks past. It reminds her of the pain of losing to New Zealand in the final. Is she going to put that? <laughs> is she going to put this jumper over top? <laughs> I'll know, just replace it. And they told the oh, story, and no. I thought, as soon as the game finished, I went, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> it's harsh, though, isn't it? Is I feel, I feel for them. I do. Feel I for genuinely them. do feel for them. Yeah, but it was a great game. Snatch and grab. It was a um. Did New Zealand deserve to win? I mean, everything went their way. Um, good coach, professional, playing at home, full stadium, get ahead. England have got to throw the perfect ball into the line out. They get up, they steal it, we kick it out. Fairy tale ending, really. Fairy tale ending. Yeah. Um, Smith. And his team, amazing. Just shows commitment, dedication to the game plan. Was awesome. I, I wrote down as well, best moment of his life. He should be knighted. A hundred percent. Sir Graham Henry. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. But you, you, he's won three. Three now. Three World Cups. And what he's done for New Zealand rugby is unquestionable. Give him a knighthood. Give him two. Can you get? No, you can't get to. Give him a dame. <laughs> um, I've gone Fozzie's team selection. We've already covered that. Yeah, we have. I just said, okay, so Fozzie. Oh, I thought we covered it. He's going to cost us wins. Yep. He's already done that, hasn't he? Yep. Talent. Yes. Shawnee Stevenson, players like that will go overseas because they haven't had a look in. Um, coaches, Razor Robinson, all these coaches going overseas because they don't get a look in. Um, and fans. Yeah. That's what Fozzie's done for New Zealand rugby. He's ripped it all up. Spat on it. Shocking. Mm. Um, gone here, South African France game. Amazing. Yeah, hell. Oh, big boys. Some <laughs> huge boys. Oh, my gosh. Red card, though. Changed the game. I think South Africa would have won it. Yeah. You know. Was that the tip tackle on? No, it was a clear out head first straight into his face. Dush. I struggled Peter with Peter Steph to Toit. Oh, first, yes, 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 ever yes, card. Yes. And it was a red card. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's pretty Nice impressive. one to get. Nice one to get. Good colour. 
I um I enjoyed this game. It was a real good game. Beautiful, you know, rugby. And actually, um, Chez and Colby kicked beautifully off the he tee. He did. He really did, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, a bit of curve on that yeah. ball. Yeah. It's just some big boys playing, wasn't it? It was like men versus men. Yeah. It Although, was, South Africa got a red card. I mean, Astra- uh, jeepers. France got a red card at the very end. Yeah, for the tip, for the tackle. Yeah. That was bad, actually. Yeah, DuPont. Was. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. But... It was um, it was great to see because I was worried this game was just going to be boring. Yeah, South Africa sticking up their jumpers and smashing it up, but there was some genuinely good rugby being played out there. Uh, you know, they use their backline more than they have done in the past. Yeah, and because they do have brilliant backs, they have they? brilliant backs, yeah. way more expansive than I thought. The last one we we do need to talk about, we've glossed over Italy versus Oz. Mm. We've built them up. Last week, someone called us out saying, oh, why are you so high on know, Oz? Because, yeah. you know, they're so overrated. So I've written here, Oz overrated. What were we thinking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just, I was so angry at Australia. That's uh, where my yeah. super brew took a dive. Yeah, I I, I looked at mine and went, five out of eight? <laughs> Man, I, got, I think I got three. Three out of eight. I only got four points. I only got four. I only got four points. Four and four a half points. points. Yeah. Wow. Dreadful. Dreadful. I need to get some scores on the on the money. Only a few few weeks left, mate. Only a few weeks left. Uh, the last one I've gone here is Zach Mercer. Yeah. Shawnee Stevenson. D Mac were absolutely class were in they? that uh, Barbarians game. Yeah. Barbarians winning that. Zach Mercer, though. Good play. Did he play well? Wow. Yeah, he played Did real he? well. If he doesn't make the England squad now on the back of that, I don't know who will. Wow. He was, wow. Do you think he was playing for a spot? I think he's always playing for a spot, isn't he? Yeah. Right, mate, it's time for listeners' question. It is, yes. Now, I get I get bagged here, don't I? You do. This is from the Razzler Dazzler. Oh, is it? Can oh, I just okay. summarise? This is Razzle Dazzle's question to you. Is it actually from the Razzle Dazzle? It is. Oh, yeah. well then. Basically. Oh, I'm not that bothered then. <laughs> <laughs> what he's trying to say here is he's saying that basically we, we're both, and he's just pointed the finger at you. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm going to own up here because oh. I've definitely been a Will Jordan fan. The Razzle Dazzle is asking the question of how can you, Toby, justify saying that Will Jordan should start at fullback and that either Bowden Barrett or Geordie Barrett shouldn't play there because Will Jordan is a one-trick pony. Yeah, but also he's big and runs fast. He's not big. But he does run fast, he does but he's not fast. big. So how can you how can you justify saying Will Jordan over Bowden Barrett or, um, or Geordie Barrett? Because he's saying, and he's got a point here, Will Jordan doesn't have the tactical kicking He's game. He's got a point. I, I I agree with some of the points that he has put down. Yeah. I get that. But when Will Jordan gets the ball, he's exciting. I don't know what he's going to do. And the opposition don't know what he's going to do. And the opposition don't know what he's going to do. But with Geordie Barrett, he's a big ball carrier. Yeah. He's, his footwork's not that great. No. Bowden Barrett. I find Bowden Barrett boring. I don't find him boring. But my thing is right, is that I don't want the opposition thinking that we're going to kick it when they kick it back to us. I think Bowden Barrett's gone safe. 
Braden Barrett's got old. Yes. I mean, he's matured as a rugby yes. player. We, we, don't, we don't want that. We, don't want, we want the opposition to be thinking, do, do I really want to kick the ball to Caleb Clark, Will Jordan? Because you know what? They could rip us to pieces. Yes. So I'm not going to go for that 50-20 because if I do, we're in real trouble here. Yeah, I don't want the ball in their hands with space. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I, I can kind of see his point. Will yeah, Jordan, so can I. Will Jordan is a one-trick pony. I don't think that's quite 100% true. But I tell you what, the tricks that he's got are bloody good. Yes. They're bloody good tr- tricks. And actually, you can bring someone on to steady the ship if needs be. Yes. Will Jordan, for the Crusaders and for the All Blacks when he's played, has been exceptional. Well, you think about how many tries he's scored. Yeah, and... They're not exactly being like gimmies either. No, and against good opposition as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I get your point, Razzler to Dazzler, but... It's not a great point. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to listen. Your question to me, Well, mate. I've already sort of asked you my question oh, to here you. here we go. It was, would you rather sort of play a couple minutes for the All Blacks and ha- take the jersey, or would you just not want to really would you not want to make the All Blacks no nah, you make the All Blacks play play any minutes it's an you absolute honour you get the do the, jersey, do the, do get the, the haka mate yeah you know do all that sit, sit there I in just the national hope anthem that he gets, I just hope that he gets a few more minutes well I think if he sticks around because when you think about the World Cup which is only a year away we're going to have a mass exodus of talent we are uh, you know Bowden Barrett will probably go Richie Mwanga is definitely going to go. Do you think? Yeah, 100% he's already said that he wants right. to go after the World Cup. So all of these guys are going to go. So if D-Max sticks around, I'm not sure he will, but if he sticks around and, and Stephen stick around, then they'll be they'll be there, 100% be there. Mate, my question to you, after watching the Rugby World Cup final, do you think that going pro has or will improve rugby? It'll improve it. But I think... Like you said earlier, it might make it a bit boring, as in the sense of there will no be, there won't be sort of any fling it and ying it as much, because it'll be more tactical. the 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 females are playing for positions which are paid positions, not mm. just sort of doing it for the love of the game. Ah, uh, that's what I felt on the weekend watching it. They were they were there for the love of yes, the game. Yeah. So I think I think that love will still be there. Not sure, you know. Not sure. I think it will be for a few more years. Yeah. But then maybe once the pay goes up, the players get better, it'll be more a job. Yeah, once once kids at school want to be, you know, when they say, oh, what do you want to be? I want to be a professional rugby player. That's where I think the, the, the magic stops. You know, whereas at the moment, um, you know, what do you want to do for a job? Well, I want to be a doctor, but I also want to play for the women's yeah. team. And I think there's something pretty magical about that, actually, on the weekend. And you saw that. You saw, oh, it was awesome to watch. Has going pro improved the game? Well, it's kept the game going. Yes. Because I, I tell you what, a lot more players would have been going for rugby league and stuff. I also think that it's, um, I think Canada will now go professional as well. I'd like to I see don't know them go how. professional. They've got no money. No, but they'll find something. This year, I mean, but I think um, it'll make the game more contested. Well, it won't do the, because what's going to happen is New Zealand have gone professional. Yep. England have gone professional. But if other France teams have, go professional, but they won't. 
They won't. These other teams won't. I mean, maybe Australia will, but I just don't think they've got the money to no. plough in. You know, Australian rugby's not wealthy. No. New Zealand rugby's not wealthy. No. But English rugby is? English rugby is the only real wealthy team, apart from probably France as well. Um, all right, mate. Listen, that's the end of the show show. Yes. It's been a, well, has it been a good one? It always is a good one. I've been a bit emotional, actually. Been a bit emotional. I'm, I feel let down by the All Blacks. I feel that they're giving away black jerseys for I feel a cut-down price. It's basically the warehouse. The warehouse, I, the warehouse where everyone gets a bargain. Basically, you can go in there and get an actual All Blacks top, apparently. Mark Talia went in, got one, played on the weekend. He played pretty well, mate. He did play well. He did play well, yes. Um... Takiaho also scored another try. Good player. Good player. I'm worried about next week, but we won't go Very into worried. that. We won't go into that. Hey, look, what can people do to help us? They can um, email in. They can like. They can subscribe. They can share. Um, there's a link below. Patreon. More the merrier. The more the merrier. Mate, I always enjoy doing the show, but I enjoy it even more doing it with you. Until next week. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.